Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. Along us again is producer Wesley. Yes, that's right. Still no Chris. That's okay. Two weeks down and no Christopher. So that's too bad. Okay. Um, yeah, this is going to be a fun episode. Yeah, I think so. I think so. A little interaction with uh, our listeners out there. Yeah, I'll be honest. And our be, fans. Yeah, it would have been nice to get a little bit more feedback, but maybe we uh, do something like this again, you know? Absolutely. Maybe closer right. to the end of the season four. Mm-hmm. I think so. Maybe recycle back to this at the end. At the end. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think it'd be kind of nice to do, mm-hmm. see how much uh, we grow and develop, and uh, same with all our fans. Absolutely. But we're, uh, we're drinking beers. We are. We are drinking beers. Oh, what? Okay. Yes, we I'm, are. Yes, I'm, we just are. Gonna, I'm just going to start cracking beers. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I like the smell of this one. Ooh. That's, that's it. Okay. That's, I like the smell of this one. Do you, want, do you want to talk about the beer first? Yeah. I'm just going to finish my pour here and then I'm kind of getting to why we're pour. having this beer. And Bro, why don't you tell us what the beer is and then I'll give a brief description of said beer. How about yes. that? So, this beer is brought to you by uh, one of our. Uh, oh, you want to you do that? I was just yeah. going to say, just tell us the title of the beer first. Then we'll oh, get the story. Okay. okay yeah, slow down there. So, this beer is from Southern Tier Brewing. Obviously, there's multiple locations throughout the, the States. And this one is the Double Juice Jolt, the Extra Juicy Double IPA. All right. Okay. Do you want to tell us about the, the beer itself? Uh, I do. So it says bold fruit juice flavor. Uh, the description of it is it's a double uh, IPA. It's dialed to the max with its 9.5% ABV on top um, of its easy drinking flavor, a massively juicy punch. Brewed with Mosaic, Citra, Idaho 7, Simcoe, HBC, 630, Amarillo, and CTZ hops, as well as Turo Pale. Uh, Malt, malt. Okay, and perfect. oats, and we have uh-huh. been to Southern Tier. We have obviously We've had been uh, to a Southern. I've tier. been to a Southern Tier in Pittsburgh for t- a year bachelor party, but not this Southern. Not tier. this Southern Tier. No. This one came from uh, uh, Lakewood, New York. Lakewood. New York. Um, so a uh, let's just say a connoisseur listing to the craft beer connoisseurs. A fan of the pod. Fan of the pod. Uh, Swarty the Entertainer. Okay, and he is from St. Mary, so it's kind of how we kind of tie this in. He's been, um, you know. Ask, asking for a little bit to hey how can I how can I help the podcast if you will your and best I, friend and then I always say listen to it and then <laughs> yeah, yeah and that's one thing listening and the other way of helping with the pod this is a good kind of yep. plug for us here is uh, reviews reviews uh, yes. reviews and ratings on uh, whatever you know yep. kind of platform you do because it does help us in the algorithm boosts us up Absolutely. puts us into the search engine optimization so if uh, you're looking to help out we we would love a five out of five on yes. whatever platform thanks for the plug back to hey, you yeah, yes, thank Brett. you so um Sorty Entertainer, also known as, as Chris, um, um, has been we've been back Chris, and forth. Best friend, yeah, yeah. What other whatever you want to put out there, yes. Um, uh, you know, we have a mutual friend together as I work with uh, his best friend, um, Brian. Brian Normal, good job. Uh, anyway, so uh, Sorty's been trying to kind of uh, get on the podcast for a little bit. He's like, hey, I bought this four pack, <laughs> bought the four pack for you guys to have. And I was like, you know what? Sure. So I, uh, I swung by and picked them up. Um, and he's like, he wants us to know. Is this an IPA or not? He thinks this is not an IPA. Okay, he thinks it tastes like orange pop, an alcoholic orange pop. Okay. Okay. Doesn't mean it's not an IPA. Does not mean that, right? So, uh, what his first question was is, do we think this is going to be an IPA? So we did kind of a um, ask me anything on Instagram or ask us anything, not just specifically me. Yeah. Um, so what we're gonna <laughs> do- <laughs> right. ask. So- Brett Pfeiffer, anything ask, you want. Ask Jeeves. Yeah. No. Um, so um, what we're going to do is kind of, we're going to drink this beer and kind of go through the certain questions that have been asked to us and then recycle back at the end to really determine if this is an IPA or not. 
Yeah, so we'll go through some of the other uh, things that people have asked us yeah. while we while we and enjoy I will say before we we'll get on before this. we get on to that, producer Wesley has uh, put it in front of us in terms of the uh, untapped ratings. Yeah, um, you want to so do that now? Yep. Yeah. Cool. So there has been. I'm going to no, start drinking. I don't know how to operate I don't really this, care, you know? this this cellular phone. What is this? Uh, he's got like 14 screen protectors on yeah, there. I know, right? Like, goodness, my fingers are not good for this. Well, I've heard his fingers aren't either. <laughs> so there <laughs> is over 3,200 check-ins on this with an average rating of 3.59 out of 5. Now, there's been a few fives. Okay. I, I believe the grand total is 101 of them. So 101 of these people think that this is a double IPA. Can-wise, 2,908 ratings at a 3.64. Draft at 3.76 with 78 ratings and a taster at uh, 3.75. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm thinking maybe you just want to taster this and not the full thing, but uh, we'll we'll get into this. So, the first question, again, as we said, is do you think this is an IPA? So, we're going to kind of sip through this throughout, kind of let it marinate for a little bit, and kind of get into the uh, other questions that our uh, listeners have asked. Yeah, for sure. So, Tyler, I need to drink this beer, so you want to have the first one. All right, because this is this is more so where you, you um, you know, you like this fact. You like you like talking about these people. I love our fans. Yes, is that what you're saying? No, I think you don't question. love our fans. The first, of course, you I don't do. love our fans. Of course, I we do. We love our fans. Yes. just drink the beer. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna take a look. Over, <laughs> take a look over at you while you do. Um, this beer does have a really good smell to it. Um, yeah. All right, the first one. Uh, Andrew Gilbert, thank you for being a fan of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. The question is, who are these producers and how are they chosen? It's a great question. So, um, yeah, when we talked about research and development uh, of the podcast way back when, this was uh, early time, we said to ourselves, well, as we discussed on the podcast, there was a, a presentation, maybe a PowerPoint that was put together. And some ideas came up with just kind of the core hosts. And we had some friends who couldn't, you know, commit to the host role. Time was an issue, yes. And uh, because that was the case, we said, you know what, what we can maybe do is transition this into maybe a producer role. So you might not be able to kind of commit to it. Um, And one thing led to another. So like most things, uh, it started out very small where we had a small group of friends uh, that just could commit to being some producers. So we had, I mean, we all play on different ball teams. So we had, I don't know, like almost 30 or 30 yep. plus. Yep. So we basically had all of season one and then some kind of already kind of committed uh, to being producers for the podcast. After that, once it kind of opened up and we got a little bit more uh, traction with the podcast, which we've talked about in previous episodes. And and, and also like the world opening up. Yeah. <laughs> as well, that helped for, for sure. We started making connections with different individuals. And uh, that's kind of when, you know, people would reach out to us about being producers and we would have them on, on the pod. Um, so it's been one of those things that it's just kind of happened organically. Um, as most things kind of have for the podcast. Because when we first started this, we said, you know, it's going to be small time. Uh, We got a little bit bigger than small time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, thanks in part to all the listeners and and fans out there. So how are they chosen? Uh, We basically go ahead and we just see about availability. And we schedule based off of availability. And then um, it's got to be a right fit, right? And so... It's a strong interview process for it, for sure. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes there is. Uh, sometimes there's just some general questions that get asked. But we want to make sure that, uh, you know what, sometimes we like to make fun of them uh, and uh, lean heavy into that. And so they got to be able to take a joke. And if not, you're and, already done. And sometimes you can definitely tell which producers are more present than others. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's some of them that don't even feel like they're here. 
That and that has happened before. Yep, we, we've actually had to do a couple remote producers yes, too. Yes. Um, but that again is kind of accommodating because some of them aren't even in the province. Mm-hmm. So we have mm-hmm. that. Now we do have a large number that over what now four seasons. Mm-hmm. So basically four years almost, yep. right? A little bit less than that right now. Yep. Um, that are all around their same age group. Yes. And so our age group, there's kids that are being born. Yep. There's uh, weddings that are happening. Yes. There's bachelor parties, mm-hmm. bachelorette parties. Yes. And so this all provides us wonderful content uh, because we're at a stage in our life that it's been difficult sometimes to schedule a podcast and the recording, but this is the one thing that we can kind of all come back to um, as kind of like a safe space for us to just drink beer have good conversations and uh, put out some good quality content to everybody that's listening. And, and then uh, make sure we get the invites to the weddings and bachelor parties and et cetera. Absolutely. <laughs> because it's all content. And so, uh, so that's kind of where we're at, but yeah, I know it's, it, we it's might live stream one, uh, a wedding this year too. Might. We've said that before. Yeah, we probably won't. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think the, the bride would like that. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I'm not going to comment on yeah, that. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I know it's kind of like a roundabout answer of how, of how we get it, but uh, we enjoy, I'm going to say about 78% of the producers that we've had on the podcast. Um, that's a fair number, yeah. That's good. All right. So next question comes from... So, no, so oh. here's the thing. Okay. As we're talking about that, Wesley's, you know, giving us, hey, move on to the next question. He's not falling at 78%. Yeah. <laughs> Simple. Accurate. Uh, Doing his job, though. <laughs> and that's what we like. Yeah. So next question comes from Matt McIver. Um, who we've kind of talked back and forth with a, a bit about uh, different things. Um, so is it just me or is Cerveza the beer trend of the summer? And who makes the best, I'm going to say Cerveza? Uh, Brava. Obviously, it's oh, the beer pfft. of summer. <laughs> is that how that works? I am so happy that I got my father-in-law off of I was going to say, is that, not, is that not how that works? Actually, I got him on craft beer now, though. Okay. Yeah, big checkmate from Grey Matter guy. All right. Yeah, who buys a 2-4 pack. Nice. And, and some shindigs, too. Um, yeah, shindigs are yeah, good. Shindigs, you, right? know, so, you know what you're getting there. Anyway, um, if we're talking just in the straight cerveza category, um, honestly, like Cowbell makes a, a really nice kind of Mexican lager. Um, you know, and obviously with Cowbell stuff, you can find it anywhere. Um, you know, I'm not a huge Corona guy. Really? No, not a huge Corona guy. Okay. Both the virus and the beer. Um, <laughs> so, good. yeah, I think... To, to me, honestly, like I know Amsterdam has a cerveza. There's a couple other breweries that have different kind of cervezas out there. But if you're looking for a staple that's easy enough that you can find, I would probably um, recommend the Cowbell cerveza. Yeah. So let's go back to the original question, though, right? The first part. Is it just me or is it cerveza, the beer trend of the summer? I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, we, we've seen some cervezas kind of crop up this year, um, but it might be a little bit more local. Because I I haven't seen a whole lot. Um, I think that there's still a bit of confusion of what's kind of going on this this year. Because there hasn't been anything that's really dominated, right? It's been a strange year in in terms of, you know, middle of August here. Yeah. um, Where, you know, a couple years ago it was the the dank, hazy juice bombs. Yeah. And then you had the smoothie slash slushy showers, right? But there hasn't really been a... um, a thing this year that's kind of taken over the market, if you will, right? Uh, no, and I think we're falling into now that there's kind of been like a predetermined cycle of what you're you're expecting, right? You're going to yeah. get some more sours around here. But <laughs> um, yeah, I think that there are some decent surveys out there. 
Um, I know Anderson had one as well a little while ago, right? Their, their margarita cerveza. Um, so you know what you're expecting with that, yep, right? And, for sure. And again, so it's Mexican lager, but you're going to get a little bit of saltiness to it. So it's it's a good kind of flavor there. Um, Rorschach also had one too. The Reminiscence was a, a Mexican lager. Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, I don't know if it's it's kind of like the, the summer cerveza. Um, I feel like the market is still trying to figure itself out in, in terms of promotion so. of that. I and, think so. And 2023 hasn't really been a year of like, this is the the beer. Yeah, right? I think things are opening up again, yep. and everybody's just happy to get out there and, and do some stuff. But what I'd be interested in is, Matt, what kind of cervezas have you had? If you can just DM us or, or whatever you like, but it'd be good to see what kind of uh, cervezas you've had. That, that'd be great. Yes. Uh, producer Wesley, or just chiming in here, uh, doesn't mind the Cabo Cerveza, um, and he's only had oh, oh, nine. Again, his phone is really hard to it's, handle here. I don't know how. He, I yeah. don't know why. There's more protection on that phone than... <laughs> I think insurance policies I have in my own life. Right? Like, oh my goodness. Um, so besides the Modelos as well, um, kind of forgot about those, um, did have the, I don't know where this is from. Oh, it's a couple years ago. The Chachawa <laughs> Mexican lager. I said that wrong. Um, and then the Yokero Mexican lager with lime from go. Black Lab last year. Hmm, interesting. Good, good to go through your list of beers that you've had. Um, yeah, um, I, I'm pretty sure I said, uh, the, the dog name wrong there, but that's yeah, fine. That's okay. It is what it is. All right. We've got one anonymous one. Yes. Brought in here. Mm-hmm. Any breweries you are going to collab with slash want to. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Loaded question, really. Right. Could be. Um, hoping, you know, obviously, uh, with some more connections that we've kind of made, obviously we did do the, the job site, uh, one last year, um, which, I still, we still have a couple of them left, and I almost feel like it's get, it's gotten better over time. I don't know if you've had I think any. So, of them. Yeah. I don't think I don't know if you guys I, have had any uh, have, lately. Um, yeah, I went not too long ago. I yeah. thought it was, and it's it's gotten better. I think it's sitting on that sourness. It's it's definitely uh, maybe kind of gone up from that three seven five to four four range. It's, kind of yeah, it's it's doing well. The raspberry, yeah, it, it's it's it sits there and holds nicely. Um, so, are there any brews that you would you would like to climb? I mean, if you know, if you wanted to dream big, right, you could always dream do big. a Blood Brothers Third Moon kind of deal. Yeah, I knew you were going to say. I that. know, right? That's yeah. just even Bellwoods, Rush Ratch. Like it's like going and saying, "Hey, for YouTube, you want to collab with Mr. Beast?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, is that? You know, I think there. a it's... left field slasher ball team beer <laughs> would be mint. I think uh, so. That would be that would <laughs> awesome. be sick. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if, if we're thinking more on a, on a reasonable scale, um, you know, even a broken rail. Right. Um, yeah. We, we do have connections there. Um, even you know, Black Swan. We could probably do if we need to. Shakespeare. Um, you know, you're gonna probably be seeing some new breweries that we're gonna have in season four here that we've made some connections with that maybe before the end of the year have something come out too. Right. So, um, and again, it, it does come down to you know, the, no no offense, but this is not our full time job, people. Like we all have jobs, we all have lives, yeah. we all have different things that come out. So trying to get the four of us in at a time to do something as, as much as possible. as much as possible it can be a struggle sure so it's it's a lot of scheduling has to happen with it to make it uh, make it work and if, if we're at least getting enough notice we can definitely uh, make it work so one thing or one brewery that i would like to and we've kind of had some kind of conversation at some point and i'd like to circle back to it is imperial city yes, um, yes. so we might have to reach out to them because we and did, i just need to actually go there to yeah that too. <laughs> yeah we did talk to them uh, in the last part of season three um and again, we had them in season one, had a really good, it was a strawberry milkshake, right? And it was, it was phenomenal. Oh, just, um, no, it was just regular milkshake IPA. There was the, oh, 
What was it? Yeah, oh, just it was. a regular that's milkshake right. IPA. That's right. Regular milkshake IPA, and then they had the uh, cream of Collingwood. Ale. Yeah, that's yes. what it was. And we had, the, we had, the, we had a had lot of milkshake. Yes, we did. That was the year of milkshake yes. IPAs. Yes, yes, it was actually going you're back to the Cerveza. But yeah, it's you're true. not wrong yeah. there. Yeah, and it was a really good milkshake IPA. And then their cream ale too with Chris Hadfield on the cover. Yep, one of the best can you could see for sure. And cream ales. Yes, and cream ales for sure. Yeah, so I'd like to do something with them. I do have an idea in the back of my head if anybody wants to do like an English kind of bitter beer. I know you've been talking about that. Would would be kind of nice. So if anybody wants to do something like that with us um, and that fits kind of into their like brewing style, I would love to do that. And I've got... I got a name. I've got like a beer ready to go. All, Jada. And there's obviously we had a couple uh, kind of things in the hopper, if you will. And unfortunately, those uh, you know people have a people have moved on, and b unfortunately those places also closed too. So yeah, it, it, it does happen. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping by the end of season four we can get another one or two of them out there. Yeah, I would love to do it. It's just it's a great experience, and it's it's a, a good opportunity for some of our fans to connect with not only us but with the brewery and really support the brewery. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's good promotion all yeah. around. Shall we move on? I would love to move do on. Do you want to do this one? Or you want me to do this one? Uh, you do this one. Yeah, probably good. Uh, so next one that comes from um, her name is Rachel Cannon. Yeah, yeah. Right. See, I do know her. I know that. L- I know that person. L- l- this is good for our demographic. Exactly. You know? right? um, we touch, touch, touch. We touch everybody. We touch them all, Joe. You're never going to hit okay. a whole bigger all home right. run. So, uh, do you think beer is an acquired taste? Why or why not? So, I'll, I'll take the lead on this one. You lead. Yeah. So, I think beer. Wesley's not chiming in on anything. <laughs> no, he's not. I, I like that. Yeah. Sit back, so, relax. I think beer is the versions of beer is an acquired taste. Okay, so for example, having like a, you know, Coors Light, Bud Light, whatever, like a domestic beer, okay, that's just, that's a, yeah, that's beer, right? I think the acquired taste. That's beer, baby. (laughs) I think the acquired taste gets into it when you're talking about, you know, this thing that we're having right here, or, um, you know, a a milkshake. We don't know what it is. A milkshake IPA. Sure. a, A stout. You know, that's where the acquired taste really comes in. I think anybody, you know, as long as they can have the ingredients that are in beer, because obviously not, sure. not everybody can have uh, beer itself. Nope. Um, beer is kind of just there. The acquired taste is when you get into the more, you know, robust and stuff that, you know, has a little more behind it, right? Whether it be, you know, even, you know, Blondales, anything like that, that's just not your basic domestics. Right. No, They're for sure. A little bit watered down, if you will. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that for the most part. I think beer is an acquired taste. I myself didn't really enjoy beer uh, growing up, and we kind of all talked about yep. this, um, and some of the past producers did as well. But like, it took us a bit to kind of get into, especially craft beer, right? So like, yeah, you're staying away from like your normal kind of like lagers and all that. Um, so yeah, it is uh, it is an acquired taste. Um, I think you will find kind of like a little niche area that you enjoy a little bit more so for which we've talked about, whether it's the IPAs, if it's the Hefeweizens, if it's the stouts, if it's the sours. Um, now, one thing I do know, uh, because we like to, you know, understand who our fans are. So I went through and, and, and saw Rachel's uh, social media and uh, Rachel, by looks of it has, has got a bit more of a uh, leniency towards the sours and might've kind of been away from some of the other I also beers. think uh, ciders too. Sours and ciders. Yeah, sours and ciders, right? Yeah. So, so some of those beers I've seen on on her yep. social media. Yep. Now, whether or not that actually means that they don't like everything else, tough to say. Uh, but uh, I, hey, kudos to you. I'm a big, big sour fan as well. Yes. Um, 
now, yeah, we've got. Uh, I don't know. Let's take something here. I, I did see. I did see. Um, I don't think I'm going to go with what uh, Wesley. No, said, no, no. I, please no, do. No, 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 I no. I'm not. I will. I will, man. Okay. I was just going to say. Uh, um, you know, she she's a fan of the podcast. I just saw that she had a bachelorette party in Boston. 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 Yeah. Big fan of Fenway. Yes. Big, big, big old Huge Fenway fan girl. Yeah. Not only a big fan of Fenway, but yeah. Wesley types in here, big Spice Girl. Uh, which could mean a lot of different things. We're just going to let that simmer. Yeah, We'll let that simmer. We'll uh, I was going to go with some Spice Girl uh, no, lyrics here. You're fine. Okay. No, we're going to we're gonna let that simmer there. Uh, nope. We nope. got the okay. next one here. Okay. We'll let that simmer. That's fine. And you know who this one's from? Friend of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's from Been you. on the podcast before. Yes, he has. Yeah. Trevor Wilhelm. Why did we allow this? I hate for him to be on the podcast and be this question. I think this is great. You know, it brings some levity to it. So Trevor says, what would you do for a Klondike bar? What would you do for a Klondike bar? And this was a big thing. What This was like mid-2000s, the Klondike bar kind of craze, right? Yes, correct. What would I do for a Klondike bar? Probably absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um, Or if I had to do something, it would probably be the spend the um, advertised retail price. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did also if it involved never having no I'm kidding I'm not gonna say that because <laughs> he's a never big supporter and Trevor us, on the podcast <laughs> he's some beers aye, before aye, and aye. you know there's obviously some beers uh, sitting here because um, we'll, we'll disclose a little bit Trevor does play on our ball team um, not Wesley's no no but, uh, but um, myself and Tyler's and so I has provide a few beers I have won a Klondike bar before <laughs> with the what would you do from a Klondike bar at a Jays game um, so I danced like an idiot but mind you I was like <laughs> Ten years old. So fun fact: fine. I did win. Uh, remember when the chocolate milks had the, like, the mooing in it? Yeah, I won one of those ones. Yeah, but we're talking about Klondike yeah. bars. I think we've talked about the chocolate. I just want to say before. something. I won. I think we've talked about that. Also, I hey, given, you won. You hey, you got I a beautiful given, wife. Have, You've won. Uh, this is very accurate. I have definitely won in that regard. <laughs> um, oh, you most uh, certainly have. Yes. No, I married up. She married down. We know this. Anyway, um, I will say that I'm really hoping to win. Uh, I've entered some raffles. In the last uh, couple, mm-hmm. week, couple months, we're really hoping to win stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a beer for years, some Jays tickets in there. I have not entered any raffles. Yeah, I know you're against the uh, raffles. Just the illegal ones. Yeah, as long as they had the license around it, though, they'd be good to go. Would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, but next outs. I can see well, it. I, I was still talking about nope. what I would do nope. for a, Okay. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, I'm kidding. What would no. you do for a Klondek bar? Yeah, I would do uh, I do nothing really uh, beyond just making a fool of myself because you know what? Sometimes the best medicine is to laugh at yourself. And uh, if I get a Klondike bar, why not? That's half the reason why I do this podcast just to laugh at myself when I listen back. Yeah, and that's why we have fans because mm-hmm. they're sitting there laughing along with us. Also, we're to the point now because we're in season four, and this might be just a side yeah, gig so. here. But yeah, um, when you see beers at the LCBO or like online or whatever, and you're like. Okay, yeah, I, could, I haven't had that before. And then you cycle back, and you're like, <laughs> we had that on season two. Yeah, <laughs> it is like, kind of cool. Like, I didn't know that. Okay. It, it is kind of cool, yeah. though, to be like, oh, the, we've had these beers we on the podcast. We've had these beers. I've had this yeah, before. It's sweet. Um, yeah, Klondog uh, Stout would be uh, kind of cool. Yeah, I'd be all right with that. But, I mean, that's like any kind of stout. Like you any, just do like any, a, any a, cho- that has a, a chocolate vanilla kind of yeah. stout, right? Like a chocolate, like even just an ice cream stout, things like that, lactose, yeah, yeah. you'd be fine. All right. 
We'll uh, we'll we'll cut it there. We'll cut it short a little bit. We mm-hmm. may do the ask us anything, but let's. We don't have time for. What's he say? We got. I mean, we got like no. three or four more questions. Well, he's got to get going. Doing. Apparently, well, he's we'll, got to get to broken rail. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll scrap those. Uh, we'll we'll circle back at some point. Yes. Um, but we do okay. have. To, speaking of circle back, we do have to circle back to the first question that was brought to us in yes, terms of we this. Most certainly do. Uh, beer that uh, Sorty was ever so gracious to provide for us, and I was ever so gracious to pick up. So. And there's a video of me picking up, picking it up, actually. Do we want to do... Let's do rating first, and then answer the question. How about okay, that? Fair enough, yep. Okay. Um, you go first. Okay. Yeah, so this definitely leaves a, um, a taste in your mouth. Um, will I say a good taste in your mouth? No. I'm not going to say that. Um, yeah. I mean, when it says bold fruit juice flavor, you're definitely getting that. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna give this a two point five. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we said it's overall three point five nine 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 and a half percent. I think with me is that nine and a half is really punching. It's it, a heavy nine and a half. She's kicking you in the mouth for sure. Yeah. And if that would have kind of like smoothed itself out a bit, it would actually be a pretty good beer. But it is just punching us. Right in the face. It's that tangerine fruit juice flavor that's really throwing me off. I'm okay with it. I'm okay yeah, with see, the that's juice. That's why I'm throwing off there. I'm okay with the juice flavor, but it's because it's it's the alcohol punch, and then yeah, yeah. It, oh, it almost he made a sound. Wesley made a sound. It was almost like the slap in season one, yeah. episode two. This beer does not slap. Let me tell you right that right now. It punches. Uh, <laughs> it and, gives you a punch. And I'll be honest, the Southern Tier that we visited, beautiful spot. Oh, absolutely. Um, 100%. And, and great beer. So yes. there's no disrespect to Southern Tier. Uh, I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a 275. Um, it does have some decent flavor to it. The smell of it is is, mm-hmm. is well done. It's it, it does have that juiciness to it. It's just, again, like I'm overpowered by the, the alcohol taste, which really kind of just Brings me down. It's the alcohol taste mixed with that high-end tangerine. Yeah, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay I'm, with that. Yeah, fair enough. It's just, and I think it's obviously that, you can see that, that in the ratings. Yeah, it's just that punch. Yeah. Uh, Wesley, 2.0. 2.0. So obviously, I think Wesley's more so in my territory. Yeah. Versus that's cute. Uh, you, should, oh, you guys should go to. Yeah, I don't. Probably Royale. should go to Broken Rail together sometime. Yeah. Hey, I think that makes, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? So it's a 2.3 repeater. Yeah. Which gonna round up to 2.5. Uh, no, I think you're on that down to 2.25. I, I would think so. I think math, Pro- math would Pro- check Pro- out there is that you wrote that, round that down. Way to go, Wesley. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, that's why I didn't go to university for math. Two point, no, anyway. 2.25, not 25. <laughs> yeah, there you go. got this. There you go. There it is. Um, so I think we have to answer this question before maybe we Maybe that 9.5 uh, is kicking in. Yeah, maybe. Wesley, you're staying we, for uh, about four or five hours, all right, buddy? <laughs> you're hanging out. Uh, sign off here is, is it an IPA? Is it an IPA? What do I think? I think that this is a very interesting beer. Um, That's putting it nicely. I, oh, wow. I, there I you think go. A 9.5% is hitting you. Yeah. Just, so is your microphone. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I I see it as... It, it's, it's, it's unique. I, I don't know exactly yes, where unique. to kind of put it. Isn't an IPA. It's not a it's not a traditional kind of IPA itself. It is listed as a double IPA. <laughs> and it's an imperial double double IPA because it sits at nine and a half. I would fit it there. And the reason why is because where else would I put this? It's not a lager. I look at the 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 ingredients to it. It speaks IPA. Um 
the Imperial, obviously, because the nine and a half percent. I think that this is the best category that I can come up with for it to be placed. That's my justification no, that's for why, yes, this is a double IPA. Right. So I'm going to go with Wesley's comments here before I go with mine. And he says, more tastes more like a sour than an IPA. The ABV would say double IPA, but could we say Imperial Sour? It's not, it's not a sour, yeah, though. It, it's not a sour. Like I, for me, yeah. it's not like they're like even looking. I, mm. I see the hops in it. I don't see. Yeah. I don't I, see it I that think, way. It's not treated like a sour. Yeah. Like like even the way it's made, you can tell. Like like it's not a kettle. It's like it's no. It, no. It's tough because and I think that and, and Wesley, correct me if I'm wrong, is maybe just because the juiciness of it is kind of you would almost mm. want to put it that way. If they soured this, I think it would almost be better. I, I do agree with you there. Like a tangerine sour. Yeah. yeah. Um, so looking at it, again, being the two times juice jolt, being an extra juicy double IPA, I think, in my opinion, the extra juicy is taking over this way too much. Like, I do think it's a double IPA. I think so we're sitting there. you're on the IPA train. I'm on the IPA train for sure. I just think in terms of the extra juicy... There's way too much juice in there. That that's what I'm I'm tasting more of the juice than I'm tasting the actual WIPA itself. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, a, a little bit. I okay. mean, like even if they up the if they upped it a bit uh, percentage I'd, wise, I'd, I think this would be almost be a good candy triple IPA. Yeah. Like I, if they I, get this into the yeah. ten and a half, eleven yeah, range, you could candy uh, like that. That candy would mm-hmm. be good. You know those old. Um, like like old grandparents usually have this. It's like it's like the the orange. Most candies. grandparents are usually old, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, not not some of them, but like, okay. I mean, it depends. Uh, on most, man, mine are in the '90s, but I'm yeah. just saying. I actually think, uh, Wesley, go to the bottom drawer over there. Go to the bottom drawer there. Yeah, yeah, that For drawer there. Do Open work, that yeah. up. Pull out some of the yeah, yeah. Throw throw yeah. Get that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I got yeah. it. Okay, now I know. What you're Suck saying. on one of those candies and I'm, tell me that doesn't taste the same. Oh, I'll see. Oh, yeah, we'll. we'll uh, yeah, yeah. Throw it over. Okay. Thanks. Appreciate you. Suck on one of these guys. It's the hard candy. I think I got the lemon. I also got a lemon. He's got the orange. Of course. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. We yeah. should probably already got a tangerine out of this. But anyway, yeah, this, a, this, get, this. give him a tangerine one. Anyways, suck on that. Well, and I feel up, like so. that's a, that's okay. Yeah, there you go. Thank sure. you. Try Thank that you. one. So you can take that one for the road. Let me know. Yeah, um, we'll do. So, yeah. What so I'd got, like to know. Got, what I'm... And, and, once we get there, uh, hopefully uh, it's, it's okay. I've had them before. Hopefully, uh, Chris can tell us his opinions as yeah. well. Because um, I'm actually really interested to see what he would say with us. Wesley, uh, does that taste like it though? Yeah, no. right. Like no, I get to be the same. I feel like that could be the triple IPA if you just up the alcohol and uh, and. I'd be interested to see what the just the regular juice jolt tasted like too. Yeah. So what we'll I would like to know because I don't think uh, Swarty alluded to this, but what was Swarty's opinions? So Swarty's opinion was he did not think it was an IPA at all, but he didn't tell us what he thought it would be. Well, he and told I me. feel he, like that, he told me. Did he? <laughs> yeah, he did actually. Like, what kind of beer it would be? So it ta- it calls itself a juicy IPA, yep. but it literally tastes like an orange pop. Okay, no, nothing no, no. IPA about it. But I'd like to know what kind of what kind of beer style. Um. So he said yes, just two times the juice. So I asked my I asked him. He's like, it must be just more like a bold fruit juice flavor. He's like, yes, two times the juice. So sorry, get back. Yeah, to two us. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah agree. Read the can. Good job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, he didn't say what style. No. So I would say, Sorty, I'll put this back on you. What style of beer would it be if it isn't an IPA? And yeah. that's where the hang-up is. And I think he, you will definitely see a comment on our Instagram post. Might even do a podcast himself because he has a podcast himself. Oh, uh, yeah. Do right? it. 
Hey, right? put it put it on your TikToks, forty eight. Yeah, and, put it on TikTok, us, put it on Instagram, know. the Facebook. What do you think? Uh, what kind my, of style? The, the, the MySpace. What is it? Uh, MSN Messenger. You know, whatever you want to do. Anyway. What, what kind of style do you think it is? All right. Anyway, All right. Let's wrap it up. We should wrap it up. So that is going to be it for today's producer special. Uh, thanks again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode. And on our off Thursdays for the unique producer specials, much like this one, the first one yes. of season four. Absolutely. And there's more coming, don't you worry. Remember, drink responsibly. Do not drink and drive. So from all of us, Chris, who couldn't make it, producer Wesley, I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. And together, we're all the craft beer connoisseurs. <laughs>